Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 36. I'm in the sitting in the back of Dom's car. Hell yeah. With Mike Eaton. That's me. One of the funniest fucking guys um, with like the craziest stories. Like literally it took <laughs> 25 minutes of him giving me his life stories so I could just pick and choose what we want to talk about. <laughs> like a kid at a candy store because I want to talk about all of it. And we need this light on. Fucking Dom. Um, we're sitting in the back of Dom's love machine. It is a love machine. I I feel like I'm sitting on cum for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like not in the back seat. Maybe I fuck only in, fucked in the back seat. What? I fuck in the front seat. What? Did she like got on me, laid down flat like a plank, and just started like riding me? This was last week. What? All right, wait. It didn't right, feel so good. So you're sitting in the driver's seat. Yeah. And you rolled it all the way up. back. Yeah, post up. All right. And you lean the seat back, and then you just stick wiener up, and then she planks. Yeah, she was like, lay, she was like, do you open the door? No, she's just like laying flat, like her body is like on my body exactly, oh, oh. and she's just like, eh, 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 eh. yeah, and I'm just like, yo, this is not a good time right now. Well, so I have, I have this big belly here. <laughs> oh, that's true. And you what I found fat. is very funny. No, kind of is very kind. Uh, <laughs> I've had this happen on several occasions. The lumbar of a woman's back actually contours perfectly to my belly, <laughs> oh, fuck. and so it, like when the sweat starts, it makes fart noises. And so it's just like, <laughs> 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 and you're like, I'm not trying to do this. And they get all embarrassed. Like, I'm not queefing. Uh, like, no, I know. I felt it. Like, my belly vibrated. So, so, okay, so, so last, I can't do front seats. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, last week, I hooked up with my ex-coworker. Okay, good, good. In the parking lot. Of the PetSmart we used to work at. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, where we met, we fucked there. Did you tie your hands together with a leash from <laughs> the PetSmart? <laughs> this was at one in the morning, and get this. Uh-huh. Our old manager, Luis, fucking pulls up to work an overnight. Yes, yes, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. We were pulling out, and I roll down my window. He rolls down his. This is one in the morning. I have a picture, and he's like, uh, Galen, Brenda, what are you doing here? And I was like, yo, we just fucked in your parking lot, bitch. And he yes, just fucking dude. yelled at him, dude. It was the funniest fucking thing ever. Oh, I wish. This is those times when, like, if I could time travel, everybody always says this stupid shit like, oh, I'd kill Hitler. Like, shut up. <laughs> Stop wasting your fucking time. Some Mother Teresa piece of shit out there would kill Hitler. <laughs> Do something fun. Like, well, if you had heard? a time machine, you could go back and instead of, like, pulling out or whatever you did, uh-huh. you could come in your hand. And then when your manager pulled up, you'd be like, dude, we just fucked in your parking lot. Bam! <laughs> High five this fucking window with a fucking, you know, just like a, like a preschool art project. Oh, my just God. Just come in right on the window. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's what time machines are for. Yeah, because you ha- have you heard Nate Bargatze's joke about time machines? Oh, maybe. What special is it on? Is it the Tennessee Kid one? The no, new one? it was before that. Basically, he talks about how like people ask him if he would time travel, and he's like, no. He's like, I wouldn't time travel because what would I do? I'd go back to like the 1920s and be like, see a guy using a payphone and be like, hey, dude, you know that one day there's going to be phones that are in your pocket? And the guy's, <laughs> the guy's going to be like, no way. How do they do that? And he's like, well, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking good. But it exists. And he's like, I'm going to end up working as like a server at some restaurant in the 20s and I'm going to be broke as fuck. He's like, I'm going to go back in time and be worse off than I am now. 
that's yeah, that's awesome. That's how it's gonna go though, dude. Yeah. So I don't know any of that shit. I'd be like, hey, no. one day I'm gonna listen to a podcast. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I would go back in time and be like, hey, you guys, uh, you should buy a lot of Apple stock. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> this is 1840. Yeah. <laughs> Like, all right, well, the Civil War is about to happen. <laughs> like, 1860. All right. Yeah, no, I said 1840, so I got 20 years to the Civil lot, War. Dude, slavery was still chill back then. It was very chill. Dude, That's slavery crazy. was mad chill until <laughs> 1861. And even in... it. All right, so this is the thing that... So I grew up in Texas, the okay. South. Okay. And the problem with the South is that it's all racist. And everyone down there is like, well, we're not right. Yes, you are. Like you, <laughs> just, you are. And and like they teach you like, well, the Civil War wasn't about slavery. It was about states' rights. <laughs> and they and they like argue semantics. The rest of the time, they can't even fucking spell semantics. They're actually not wrong though. The, but they are because no, the no, idea no. is that it was about the states' rights, but it was the states' rights to slavery. No, 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 and no. And the no. thing that brought it to a turning point was that. The southern states believed they had a right to slavery and that they didn't have to follow any of the rules by the North. Which brings me to the funny point I was about to make is that the Emancipation Proclamation didn't even free any of the slaves in the North and like several thousand slaves in Louisiana because they were part of Union parishes. So like it would be like if America made a law about Mexico and was like, hey, no chilaquiles. And they were like, oh, eat a dick. We love chilaquiles. And, and America was like, no, you can't have them. You can't have them at all. And the Mexicans were like, well, we'll fight you about it. That was the Civil War. Okay, but it wasn't specifically about slavery. Being, slaves being freed wasn't part of the North's intentions at all. The reason that that happened was because they were coming to a turning point, and Abraham Lincoln was like, hey, if you guys surrender right now, we'll let you keep your slaves. But if you don't, we're just going to take them away when you lose. And they're like, no, nah, we're not quitting. And so then the Emancipation the emancipation Proclamation came out as like a, hey, now when you lose, you slavery's over with. And that's what happened. But Abraham Lincoln didn't even like slaves or not slaves. He, he didn't care. He, no, he did care. No, he didn't. He was a, no, look at the old Lincoln-Douglas debates. The, the origin of like that style of debate was... The Lincoln, the original like Abraham Lincoln Douglas debates, and he was a staunch uh, like favor of uh, nationalism. He wanted to take all the slaves. He used the N word a lot, which is always fun to point out to progressive people. But he used the N word a lot, and he wanted to send them back to Africa. That was his whole thought. Okay, but people who think that the Civil this War was all about track. I know, but <laughs> I have to just prove a point to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. That the Civil War was not fought because of slavery explicitly. It wasn't even a forethought in the beginning. Uh, but that was what brought it to a head. That would be, it would be incongruent with what the communication between like Grant and Lee was about hey, to ignore slavery. None of the North was like, "This is why we're fighting to free these black people." That's n- none no, of them. No, no, it had nothing to do with, with with freeing the black people. It was that they wanted to be able to control the economy of it, and the economy in the South was based solely on slavery and king cotton. That they there was a divide between like what the South was able to do with their workforce and their labor and what the North was able to do. And that was like the industry versus agriculture. And so like the head that got brought to like the fighting between the two of those was about the ability for the South to own slaves because the slaves, one, 
that was where we got like the Missouri Compromise, the Three Fifths Compromise, like all these things about do slaves count as a vote? Because <laughs> we don't treat them as people. But should they count as people? And the South was like, oh, yeah, the slaves are fucking people. They get a vote. <laughs> and the North was like, nah, slaves are fucking people. Like, you, they're slaves. And so, like, the compromise between the two was like, Dude, they're is... three-fifths of a person. And so that was, like, the agreement between the two. And then Hold the on. South was We're yelling slaves very loudly, and our windows are open. Like, if someone walks fine. by to their fucking, all they're going to hear is us be like, slavery, slave, slave, slave. And then they go the learn of... some shit if they <laughs> stick around. Like, excuse me, sir, would you like to learn about slavery? It, it was bad. It feels weird to say the word slavery. Oh, no, for sure. Dude, and you know, it almost feels like the N-word. Feel this about, no, wait about this. So my great-great-grandfather made the blue bonnet the state flower of Texas. Sure. So I'm, like, deeply inculcated into Texas culture. Much worse, the last working plantation in Texas was called Millermore, and it owned several hundred slaves. Fuck yeah. Um, that was my great, 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 great grandfather. So we own, my family owned the last working plantation in Texas. So we like have slaves in the history. And like, there are a bunch of people out there with the last name Miller that are Sla- former slaves? Miller because of my family owning them and changing their last name to Miller, not because their genealogy meant for them to be a Miller. That's fucking nuts. It's insane. So like, I grew up in this, this, the area where, you are proud of your heritage. And we were like, we're okay, fifth this generation going? Texas. Where no, is no, this no. going? What I'm saying is it was so bizarre to... You see a fucking black guy sign up in an open mic, and you're like, this fucking guy. No, it's the opposite even, because I I had such a like a realization. I think it, it was probably like right around the college time when I started getting bullied. <laughs> up until like the end of high school... Like, I was still shitty and completely caught up in where I was. And, sure. like, just the reality of that. And then when I got to college and I started being, like, the victim of people and they made fun of me because I was different, I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. And and the people you bond with are the other people that are getting made fun of because they're different. Yeah. But if you're at an all-white, super-rich, all-male liberal arts school in the middle of nowhere in Virginia playing football, the only other outcasts are minorities. The only other people that they're making fun of the same way they're making fun of me are the black kids and the Mexican kids. <laughs> that was like that was literally the only people that would like even talk to me was like the weird kids and minorities. And like I literally there was a place on campus called MSU, it was the Minority Student Union. Shut the And fuck I found up. them no I swear on my fucking it's still there. Dude, this oh, place is still fuck. super racist. But I, I found them because my first week I was trying to find where to buy pot on campus and the guy at the MSU sold pot. And I went over there and laughed about it and got my pot. And Hold then on, that's like, a crazy thing to me. Because I grew, like I never smoked until I was 21. Mm-hmm. And so I got it from a dispensary. I never bought weed ever off of oh, just some guy. What's wow. that like? What's that like? Dude, I started smoking weed at 15. Okay. And in Texas, it's still illegal. So it wasn't until I got to California and I was 25 or 26 probably that I bought weed legally the first time. Fuck. And it was like going into a store and buying weed was like terrifying. I just kept waiting for the guy at the counter to be like, psych, you're arrested, bitch. Like, <laughs> like the whole time, it's like, this can't be, this is my favorite thing. I love this so much. Have cash. And they're like, have drugs. I'm like, what? <laughs> I have bought weed out of, I bought it outside of a pipe store in Grand Prairie, Texas. 
the it's called PPV. And this guy was inside, and we were walking around, and I was looking for a pipe, and I kept remarking loudly to my buddy, I wish we could find something to smoke out of these. And like just hoping someone would take that bait. Yeah. And this guy was, like bumped me and was like, meet me outside. <laughs> so I walked outside and I was like, hey man. And he was like, do you need weed? And I was like, yeah, can I buy a gram? He's like, $20. And all I have is a 20. So I give him the 20. And he's like looking around for something to put the weed in. And he takes a $1 bill and he puts the weed in the $1 bill and gives it back to me. So I'm thinking like, oh, discount. <laughs> I got a dollar back. That's pretty cool. Like I bought weed so out of a dollar bill, I got it out of a cupcake wrapper one time. Out of a cupcake. I've wrapper. met I met a guy that I had to pick him up at his apartments. I had to drive him to Quick Trip, which is like a nice gas station. He went in and bought a bunch of bananas. Not like six or seven From bananas. A gas station? But like four bundles of bananas where he was holding like two in each hand awkwardly and then got back in my truck and was like, All right, we got two more places and I was like, No, dude, I'm buying weed. And he was like, well, you got to run me on my errand so I can get you weed. And I was like, no, that's not. You got your fucking bananas. Where's, <laughs> where? I want weed. And he's like, nah, dog, I got more shit to do. And so like, I ended up like driving this guy back to his apartment and just like yelling at him. Like, you got your fucking bananas. I need my weed. And he's like, you got to drive me to Walgreens. And I'm just like <laughs> screaming. I'm like, I'm not driving you to Walgreens. Like I've had, that's weed experiences for me. So buying it out here is, it's the best. Oh my god! I'm glad I never experienced that. You're a drug guy, though, like, like, I love right? Them. I love drugs. How many? What? What drugs have you tried? What drugs uh, haven't you tried? I haven't done meth. I haven't done hair. I've done close to meth because I've eaten a lot of Adderall and I've eaten a lot of like old school ecstasy, like MDMA, like before it was Molly. Because Molly is pretty much meth, but it has like a little precursor on it that makes you giggle bucks. But. Uh, <laughs> So I haven't done like just pure meth. I haven't done heroin, and I haven't done PCP by itself. I've had tabs with PCP in them. Have you done but, acid? Oh, several times. How's I, that? I, I did. I actually acid was my third drug I ever did. I did ecstasy first. Accidentally, I ate a yellow Pac-Man. Uh, it was I was fifteen. It seemed like a good idea. I had a yellow Pac-Man, and then the next day I smoked weed. And then a week later, I did six hits of acid for my, for my first time to do it. Because I thought, like, all right, well, I did a little weed and I did a little XC, and those weren't very strong. So I'm probably too big for drugs to be normal dosages and stuff. So you took and, six tabs? Yeah, so I took six hits of acid. They were on uh, sweet tarts. And uh, I just I tripped my fucking dick off, dude. It was a real How good long time. does that last? Um, so I think we, we took them at night. And I remember by the next morning, everything was good. And I think it was like 9 a.m. the next day. I remember I went to bed at 6 a.m. And I woke up at 9 a.m. And to this day, I cannot remember a more restful sleep. Really? It was, I just, I went to sleep like tired and I woke up like so refreshed and wonderful. And I remember when my dad picked me up from my friend's house, because I'm 15, I can't drive. Like you were kept, on acid at 15? Yeah, and I kept looking over what the at him. Fuck? And, like, his face kept kind of just, like, moving. And, like, his mustache was, like, doing weird shit. And, like, I kept thinking, like, oh, is there, like, a snake out of his nose? <laughs> uh, and and I went home and I listened to the song Taylor by Jack Johnson on repeat for about 15 hours, I think. 15 hours? Yeah, I'd be, that, that sounds about right. 
Because oh I it, it was a just a very spiritual thing to hear during the trip, and so I just stuck with it, and it felt good. What's the what? Have you ever had a bad trip? Yeah, I had. So I've actually only had one classically bad trip. I've had a lot of trips where what drug was it? It didn't quite work. It was two CE. The fuck? It's a synthetic drug, and I don't remember how exactly it was advertised to me. And this is this is why it was so weird. Up until that point, every time I did drugs, I was like thoroughly researched. Like if I got like ecstasy, we used to call them tabs. Like if I got tabs, I would go on Arrowhead and I would look for anybody that had talked about blue Gucci's or red Pac-Man's or purple dolphins. What? And like see like, cause they, they're in the pill press when they make old ecstasy, they would put the active ingredient MDMA. They would have a filler. I can't think of the name for the filler, but they would have some kind of filler drug and then they would add other stuff to cut it and to make it kind of unique and fun. And, uh, I don't know the origin of the practice, but there would be all these weird colors and names for ecstasy. Uh, but so up until that point, I had always researched everything. And then one time this guy came into town and was like, hey, I have this stuff. It's called 2CE. It's a synthetic. Uh, it's like four hours of ecstasy and like four hours of mescaline. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty fun because mescaline lasts, I think, like two days is what it felt like. Maybe it was a day and a half, but it was, it was a very long time. And you can't just do that shit and go to work? Exactly. I don't think there's a lot of drugs you can do and go to work, but... Weed. Yeah, I don't even count weed as a drug anymore. Like, when people are like, hey, are you sober? I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, are you high? And I'm like, yeah. I said I'm sober. Like, <laughs> that's that's 100% my brain now. But, uh, so he was like, you know, four hours of ecstasy, four hours of mescaline, or whatever it was, and I was like, oh, this will be a good time. And uh, he gives me a packet with 100 milligrams of powder in it and a bunch of gel caps. And was like, hey, make sure you eat this, don't snort it, and don't take more than 40 or it'll be a bad time. It's like, okay. So I hit up my buddy, and I was like, hey, Ivan, let's you know do a bunch of drugs. This will be fun. Let's both take 40. Let's get fucked up. And so I put 40 in a cap. I eat it. I put 40 in a cap for him. He never shows up. Oh, shit. And so I'm sitting there waiting, and I'm waiting, and he keeps saying like he's about to be there, he's about to be there, and then just never comes. And it's been like an hour and a half, maybe two hours at this point. And I don't know, have you done like a lot of psychedelics? Never. Weed is the only thing I've ever done. All right. So, you know, like, right after you hit it, like, before you're super high, you feel, like, that kind of ascension. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was it was a much more subtle version of that. And especially on acid and mushrooms and a, and a lot of, like, peyote and mescaline and, uh, like, a lot, like, salvia even to an extent. Like, you feel the come up ever so slightly and with more times you feel it more and you can notice it but I remember like I being so distracted and fucking around on my phone that I hadn't really felt anything I'm like ah it's a bummer and then I took my pinky and I dipped it in it and it tasted like bad coke like it was just kind of like a like a almost like a crushed aspirin flavor it was very tart Have sourness you tried crushed aspirin yeah Jesus and, why uh, someone told me it tasted bad and uh <laughs> And then, like, it made my tongue a little bit numb. And so I assumed what had happened is somebody just told this guy that it was some fancy drug, and it really was just shitty Coke. I was like, Fuck. All right. So I took the rest of it, and that was why they had said, like, oh, don't snort it. Because if you snort it, you'll obviously know it's Coke. So that was what I figured, like, the whole warning was about. So I took Ivan's gel cap of 40 milligrams and the rest of the packet and poured out. So there's, like, 60 milligrams on the table and I cut it up into a couple lines and I blow the lines and I'm like, all right, you know, 
and my nose starts to burn a little bit. And Fuck. it kind of felt like when you snort, uh, what is it? It's Concerta or Stratera. It's one of those. One of the old bullshit ADD drugs. I used to it take Concerta. You, you could snort that shit? You're not supposed to, but you can. Uh, and it just, I still it, have those It pills. felt like everything swelled up in my nasal cavity. And then after about 45 minutes, the best way to describe this trip is that everything that I wanted or felt like would make me better or comfortable, the exact opposite happened. Fuck. So I was like really cold and was like, oh, I need to warm up. Like I need to get in blankets. And as soon as I got in blankets, I was sweating so profusely. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to overheat. Oh my God. And then I finally get down. I'm in my boxers and I'm like, oh, I'm freezing and I'm shivering. What the fuck? And so I'm constantly trying to figure out like my temperature thing. And all I can think is my best friend at the time is this guy named Sean. And I'm like, I wish Sean was here. Th- this That would make sense. Like it, He's the only person I can talk to and be like, dude, I'm freaking out. I'm on too much drugs. Help. Sean will get it. And I'm like hoping Sean will be there. And then Sean shows up. And Sean's drunk and being like a total fuck boy and trying to like floss for this girl. And I'm like, I hate Sean. I hope Sean dies. Sean is the worst person of all time. And then Sean leaves and I'm like, where'd Sean go? Like it's, it's literally everything I want is just the opposite. And I start to pick up on that and I'm trying to trick it. So I'm trying to trick my brain. I'm like, well, I don't want to be cold. Maybe it'll make me cold. You know, I'm like trying to yeah. like rationalize and I have enough drug experience that like I know that it's just the drugs and I'm trying to figure it out. And then I I get up to go outside and I look and the entire horizon is fire. Like it's not like a normal visual trips like you see stuff like moving. It looks like when you stare at something that's moving too long and then stare at something still, it kind of looks like it's moving. That's what most of acid and mushrooms is like. Nothing really crazy. It's not fucking cartoons popping up. It's not Have you ever had shit that? growing out of things, sort of. Different drug. Oh, uh, shit. But so, like, up until this point, all of the trips I've had, none of the visualizations have been truly, completely different visuals. And at this point, the entire horizon is fire. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And for whatever reason, my brain decided, like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> what happened was... The devil gave me these drugs as like a temptation because I always wanted super duper drugs and he gave them to me. And now my punishment is that I'm permanently too high. And now that I've comprehended the punishment for this level, I have to get to the next level of hell to figure this out. So my plan is I'll kill myself on this level to get to the next one. What so I the go fuck? And I'm like breaking into the gun cabinet and I finally have this gun and I have like a gun in my mouth. And it's not loaded, and there wasn't any real danger, but in my mind, it felt very weird. And I'm trying to pull this trigger, and like my friends see me, and they hear all the noise, and they take the gun away. And then they're like, oh, they're taking me to my room. And at the time, I'm also like a college football player, so I'm 6'1", 280, uh, and I benched like 400 pounds at the time. So I'm, I'm like flex. a big fucking dude. No, for sure. Like, huge, just to give huge you, flex. It was a huge flex, like me. And so like it takes- Fucking like, another one. <laughs> it, it takes a couple people to like hold you down. And like even if you're a normal sized person and you're really fucked up, like it sh- it's going to take two people. Like you're not a big dude. And if you were like super fucked up, I couldn't hold you oh, like down by myself. I would need someone to help. Damn. So like- picture like someone my size and then a bunch of people that are not my size trying to hold me back when I like freak out and I decide that my next mission is I got to get on the roof to jump off and I'm getting up on the roof and then finally Ivan the guy from earlier that was supposed to do drugs with me finally shows up 
and he was also on the football team and he's smart and very ripped and like tackles my feet and holds me down and then he's like standing on my chest and like is at least strong and and smart enough to like keep me from doing anything crazy and I start to come off and then everything starts to make sense and I go back inside but like I literally tried to kill myself twice and had every intention of dying because the reality of the drugs was so strong and so from that point forward uh, I quit drugs for like a week and a half at that time. And then a was like, week and a half. This uh, guy almost dies twice. Life Dude, sucks. It's like it's like Bird Box. I didn't watch it. Oh, you I can't do scary movies. I'm a huge pussy. Huge piece of shit person. Yes. yes. Huge piece of shit. Yes. That movie was fantastic. I've it wasn't even scary. It sounded scary. Yeah, people just kill themselves and shit. That's you don't. Fine. You don't. Yeah, that's it. I wish more people would. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole thing. Like, as someone I who survives suicide attempts, I think people should take it more seriously when I tell them to kill themselves. Absolutely. I think that's bullshit that, uh, like, cancer exists. Yeah. There should be a disease where, you know, if, like, you ever see that Eddie Murphy movie or whatever it was where he had, like, 70 words, and once he said 70 words, he died? No, but that sounds awesome. Yeah. And so it's like, I could get behind that, you know? I I'd would die for sure. Stand up so hard. <laughs> We'd be out of a career. <laughs> All right, you got five minutes, Galen. Like, <gasps> <laughs> I have to do Bobcat Goldthwait's comedy and just start making noises. Dude, you're killing. <laughs> like a deaf guy right now? Yeah. I had a oh, deaf fuck. Uber driver. Yeah, Amazing, right? No, Have you had one? Yeah, dude, for sure. It's my favorite. I have a preference on there now. You only get deaf Uber drivers? I prefer them. Why? Because I don't want to fucking talk to you. You're an Uber driver. But they, they're deaf, you dick. Yeah, so I don't have to talk to them. Dude, they're so but like... they're a worse driver? That's pretty ableist, Galen. Oh, fuck you. They I'm can't just hear not here trying to be woke. They can't hear a fucking fire truck coming. And? They're what those fucking flashy things at the top are for. You can't hear them if they come from... Dude, okay. So we're sitting in the you house. We, we walk outside, and I get the, the text, and it was like from Uber right before he's like, hey, your rider... His name was Met Met. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Sound checks out. Met Met. <laughs> uh, his name was Met Met. And he was pulling up and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, he's deaf. Hell yeah. So text him instead of calling him or talking to him. And I was like, oh, great. First off, he's deaf. And second, he's going to be texting and driving. Cool. You know? And so I do. And I text him. And I text him, you horny. Yeah. And he had his fucking thing on the dash. So I see him look forward, look at it and go, huh? And he's yes! Like, and he replies, he replies and he goes, I don't know. And I was like, oh, fuck. I've never heard a deaf yes. guy toss. Oh, dude, it's awesome. I've, yeah, I've never heard it. And so I shitted myself. I was high as fuck. I shitted myself, dude. Yeah. Dude, hearing deaf people talk. And the best way I've ever heard to describe it is like singing along to a song you don't know the words to. Like, you know the sounds that it's supposed to sound like, but you don't know the words that go there. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my God. Oh, fuck. That's bad. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell for sure. Dude, I only want to go to hell. I don't want to go to heaven because my grandma will be there, and she is so annoying. Uh, Fuck grandmas, dude. What the hell? I, I've, I've only fucked one grandma. Wait, no, I'm kidding. I love my grandma. 
No, I, I also love my grandma. I was trying to turn on the light. I'm God, dude. Okay, to the listeners right now, I am spaced out. I don't get high that often. Yeah. Actually, the past like five podcasts, I've been high. So I think. Oh, just, good. A pattern. I think they're just used to it. <laughs> yeah. And I've had a decent amount to drink. So this is pretty rambly. You're going to drive home? Well, yeah, of course. What the fuck? Dude, okay. Nah, never mind. What? I, I was going to say that, like, have you ever, like, you ever, like, seen someone on the freeway, like, drunk driving, and, yes. like, like you're like, oh, fuck, fuck that dude, and then, like, you put no. down your joint to, like, call, <laughs> to, like, to, like, call someone? So I have a car bong. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it started off as this rubber bong, and, it, and I, actually, it started off as just my bong bong, and I would just take it with me, and I was like, this is unwieldy to have in a car. So I don't smoke out of a pipe. What am I poor? And so, <laughs> so I was like, "All right, let's find a bong." And I went into a glass shop in Austin. Was like, "Hey, man, I need a car bong. Like, I need something like portable and pretty durable." And he's like, "Here's this rubber bong." So I had a rubber bong for a while. And then one time I was in a smoke shop in Dallas, and they had a bong that was shaped like a Starbucks glass. So That's be- hilarious. So it became my car bong forever, and it would just sit in my cup holder. And then when I need a bowl, I just load up the car bong. That's fucking funny, dude. A comedian's girlfriend accidentally stole it at a show in Hemet. What a cunt. And she still has it. And I don't know that they're even dating anymore. And, and sometimes I message her on Facebook like, Hey, I, w- I would really love to have my car bong back. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'll bring it to you. It, this is a whole dumb thing. But Heaven, if you're out there, I still want my car bong, please. Her name's Heaven? Yeah. Wow, what a bitch. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to be mean to her because I still want my car bong back. Do you know how long it took me to get my jacket back from my bitch ex-girlfriend? Uh, how long did like, it take to kill her? Eight months. <laughs> I didn't kill her, dude. Eight months to get my fucking jacket back. Dude, I was texting her ass. I was like, look, you could fucking just throw it on the lawn. I'll just swing by how and grab is she? it. Yo, you didn't have to ask that. No, no, this is important. <laughs> it makes more sense. 18? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 100% that makes sense. Because until you finish puberty, like, you know, you don't, you don't do those those crazy things anymore. I think she's like 20 now, but back then she was 18. Well, back then, and at some point in time, we were all 18. Fake. Yeah. And I did plenty of dumb things at 18. Dude, you were doing fucking six hits of acid at, at fucking 15. 15. Yeah, I started drugs at 15. You know what's very funny, though, is I did... So I did ecstasy, then weed, then acid, then I ate mushrooms, and then I did uh, Vicodin, and then I did All cocaine, and then I think I did... One other painkiller. I can't remember. Have you done ketamine? Yeah. And I did one other painkiller, and I can't remember what it was, but I did all of those before ever I had my first drink of alcohol. What? Because my dad was an alcoholic, and I was like, oh, I can't be an alcoholic. Don't drink alcohol. So I'm doing like six hits of acid, like, well, I won't have a problem because I'm not drinking. <laughs> Loopholes, baby. Where do you even get fucking acid? Uh, at the time, it was a gentleman named Scarecrow. That of we course. met at uh, like a GameWorks. I don't know if they have that out here. It was like an arcade where you'd buy a card and load it up with money and then you could play unlimited games with that shit. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, and I met him there in like this little ravey section. And he had big gauges. This was 2006. So, those were cool. 
<laughs> and, and Scarecrow had great drugs, so we we bought a lot of drugs from him. How much does that cost? How much does the average acid cost? Um, I think we were paying about ten dollars a hit at the time. I mean, it's, everything's always cheaper in bulk. Is it raining? What? It sounds like rain. No, there's static electricity on the other side of this military fence. Oh. It's look. It's Is the that tel- real? It's the telephone poles. You don't see them? No, I see them. I've never encountered that in my life before. You never heard telephone pole static? You really did grow up rich, you fucking fag. Well, I yes, I well no, I grew up very poor and then very rich. One time, I TP'd the Jonas Brothers. You TP'd the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. So my friend did you Ethan see them? Worked at no. So they weren't home. That was the crux of this. So uh, they lived in a, a gated community called Vicaro. That was like this. So there's like four neighborhoods in this town called Westlake, and they're all uber millionaires. Everybody lives in seven, eight thousand square foot houses or bigger, and they're Fuck. all well over a million dollars. And which there means money. And here, a million dollars means you get an apartment. But like, yeah, a million dollars in rural Texas is a big fucking house. And it's all it's a town of five hundred people, and everyone there is a millionaire. So to get into Vicaro, you have to be a member of the golf club, or you have to live there. And I didn't live there. I lived in the thing next door, and you couldn't just pull up and like my dad's. I could pull up my dad's Bentley and be like, "Oh, I'm also rich." They still wouldn't let you in. Damn. So my buddy Ethan got a job as a valet driver there. So one night when he was pulling in to work, he has a Nissan Titan with a ton of cover on the back, and me and my best friend Jordan hide in the bed of his truck under the thing with like six things of toilet paper from Costco, and we literally sit in there and just talk and smoke weed for. Fuck, it had to have been like seven or eight hours. Jesus. Like, we were just in the back of this truck waiting for it to be, like, dark enough that we could get out of there and not arouse suspicion. And, like, finally we hear Ethan come back and getting off the shift, and he's like, let's go. Like, fuck yeah. We'd take his truck over, and we'd toilet paper the fuck out of their house, and then we left. That's so. fucking insane. The Jonas Brothers. Why you got yeah. One of them had fucking cancer, you dick. It's fine. He deserved it, probably. What the fuck? Know. I don't know, he was rich. the ugly one, wasn't it? And then one of them has, like, diabetes. My sister dated the bonus Jonas. His what name is Franklin. Mean? He's the fourth one. There's four Jonas. Your sister fucked him. are famous. Who cares? I don't know if she fucked him because she was young. That's probably not my place to say. I think they were, like, 12 or 13 when they were dating. What the fuck? But were the Jonas Brothers big at the time? She was younger than me. Um, I, I mean, enough that he was the bonus Jonas. Like, he had a name as an... Like, he was... He was a person. I don't know. I've been scratching my balls this whole fucking yeah, time. Aggressively. And I apologize. Like deep cuts. Like just like <laughs> like you like were grabbing scrote and then like curling it like Yes I was. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, was. I understand. As a scrote possessor, I get optimal methods of scrote scrote. When was the last time you had sex? When was the last time you even like, saw your penis? A couple dude? months? It's been like Two months? and a half months. I know, dude. It's bad. Oh. Well, so uh, the thing that happened, and just a little fun fact about me. Okay. I so I lost my virginity at sixteen in a threesome. Nice. Me and this other guy, Ethan. Okay, not nice. Tag team this girl. What? Yeah. Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, dude. The story gets much worse. So it it started off. It was my best friend at the time. He's dating this girl. They break up. She is trying to fuck me to get back at him, and I tell my best friend about it, and I'm like, hey, 
Lauren's trying to fuck me to get back at you to make. I should change all these names, but I'm not going to. Yeah, fuck so it. So Lauren is, is trying to fuck me, and I'm like, Jordan, Lauren wants to fuck me to get back at you. And he is like, you should do it. It'll be funny. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Because I'm a fucking horny 16-year-old. Of course well, I'm Of course. It. So then it turns out that Lauren was also saying this to Ethan. So me and Ethan pull up to Lauren's house. Then we go back there. So I fuck Lauren. Ethan fucks Lauren. I fuck Lauren. Ethan fucks Lauren. And then that's the end of the night. Like a month and a half later. But you weren't in the room at the same time? We were in a truck. We were in the backseat of his Nissan Titan. So he Hold was in on. the front seat. I would sit in the front seat. He was in the front seat. I would sit in the front seat. What the literal fuck? So That's we weren't so at the weird. same time. We were just tag timing. Tag That's so, so you were just sitting on your phone while he got railed. Essentially. Well, he didn't get railed. She got he, railed. Yeah, she got railed. Yeah. In the back and of a Nissan was like Titan. A, yeah, we didn't do like a real good job or anything. We were 16. How old is she? 16 as well. So we're we're banging her out, and then like a month and a half, banging two her months, out. <laughs> a month and a half, two months later, a, a a bit later, but not too long later, she's like, "Hey, I'm pregnant." And we're like, "No way." Uh, and she's like, "Yes." And we're like, "Take a test, prove it." And then she's like, "Definitely pregnant." And we're like, "Oh fuck!" So then me and Ethan have to split an abortion because we're not gonna have a kid. And so my very first time fucking, me and another dude got a girl pregnant, and then we had to go into the abortion clinic, and we take her there, and we drive her there on like a Saturday fucking morning. And she goes in, she's getting the procedure done, and then Ethan's like, you talk to him. I'm like, no, you talk to him. I'm like, all right, we'll do it at the same time. And so me and another grown, well, not a grown man, another teenage man walk up to the window and go, hi, hi. And he's like, can I help you? And we're like, can, can we split it? She's like, what? And my dumb ass is like, no, not the baby, the check. <laughs> like the check. Like a fucking idiot. And I'm talking about it like it's a bill at Chili's. And I'm like, can we split the check? And she gets fucking livid and then like comes out there and like pulls us outside and yells at us out front. And is like, y'all are being insensitive. There are people here going through traumatic stuff. And I am a can rich. We split the check? I am a rich entitled brat at the time. So this lady is out there yelling at me and I was like, is minimum rage really enough for you to be yelling at me outdoors right now? You said can, that. I swear on my phone. And I was like, can we just settle this and get out of here? And she just like, she realizes like, oh, this kid's an irredeemable cunt. We go back inside. I pay with my dad's credit card. Like it was never no an way. issue. So me and this other kid split it. His dad was in the 1980s Olympics. They got boycotted because Russia was in Afghanistan. Nice. Whole nother story. But so we banged this chick out. So that was how I lost my virginity. And then from there, like, there was this competition among my friends, like, who could fuck the most girls? And I always was self-conscious and lying and saying I'd slept with more girls than I had. And so I was just constantly just trying to fuck as many girls as I could. Why do guys do that? I've done that. Dude, I have no idea. I have no idea why it sounded like so anybody cool at the cares. Time. But it was like, you know, I'm 16. I'm like, oh, fuck, 20 girls. And they're like, who are they? And you're like... They go to another school you wouldn't know of. <laughs> and, and so then I legitimately, there was an app way back in the day called Are You Interested? And you could search by zip code, say yes, no, or maybe. And if you said yes, and they said yes, it would match you. It was like the the OG Tinder. Damn. Literally like 2007. And so I, I hit yes on everything. I matched with every girl I could. I ended up hooking up with like disgusting girls. And I, I railed through several very fat and gross women Fuck. and was just trying to get my numbers up there just trying to get experience and like the time I 
first talked to like with a really hot chick. It was my buddy's girlfriend's like stepsister that was in town. Fuck yeah. And he's in there fucking her and I'm outside and she's trying to fuck and I'm like texting her the next day like I'm sorry I didn't make you come. And like it's like it's this whole like just embarrassing shame-filled spiral of like not being good at sex and trying to fuck as many girls as I could to figure it out and be good at it. Like I had a girl come over one time and she's like sucking my dick and I'm like I don't really like this. This is weird. Uh-huh. Turns out she's using a shit ton of teeth. And I just ah. was like drunk and couldn't figure it out. Like another girl, I was trying to put a condom on and I'm like, I can't get it to fit. And my buddy's like, really? And then like barges into the room and puts the condom over a beer can. He's like, ah. you can't get it to fit, you fucking bitch. Like just, I've had so many weird and traumatic experiences and I've slept with, I, I think the number is 150 to 200, somewhere in there. What like, the fucking Just fuck? too many women. And so I've slept with a lot of these gross chicks and- like some beautiful women in there and like I had like one nice long relationship where I slept with a girl and like I, I've had two guy threesomes and two girl threesomes and I've done wait, a wait, lot wait, 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 sexually. Wait, 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 wait. Sup. <laughs> you can't just say sup after you drop something like that. I, I, you didn't catch what you dropped? Which you one? just said you fucked two dudes at the same time. No, no, me and another dude fucking a girl. Is yeah, but you said threesome. two uh, it's a two guy threesome. Devil's three. Okay, I had one of those. Yeah, so Devil's I've done threesome. that. All right, I thought when and you said to lose my virginity, and then one time, me and my buddy Nick fucked. It, dude, this was a funny one. I was like twenty six, he was like thirty six, and the chick was like forty six, and like what? she was real gross, and like he was going through a divorce, and so like he couldn't get laid, and we're trying at these bars, and he's just striking out, and I call over my booty call. It's this older chick. Cause I was doing a MILF thing at the time and she comes over and she's like, I'm not going to fuck both of y'all. And I was like, you don't know that <laughs> and then later she's drunk and she's fucking both of us. But it was such a sad thing that like the next day, you remember when they used to do radio station, they're like playing the hits of the eighties, nineties and today. Like I described that sexual experience for a long time as the sad orgasms of the eighties uh, and today. Fuck. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. The threesome I had was with a fat ass chick. So yeah. fat that she had, like cottage cheese ass. Yeah, yeah. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. And like, it was honestly one of the funniest. You lose all of your judgment as you get older. What do you mean? The. No, you, no. Okay, I will never okay, fuck no, no, no. a chick like that again. Okay, okay. She was like you, obese, yeah, like sure. not just fat, like, like, like capital O, lowercase b, capital rest of the letters obese. Yeah, dog. I get it. Never again. I fucked a girl in a fat fold one time. Not on purpose. <laughs> like, I, I, I get it, you dude. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you like, son of a bitch. Like, I, I get what you're saying. So continue. You and a dude are bitter out we, this cottage I couldn't, cheese I couldn't ass. even come, dude. Why not? In an hour. She was fat. I couldn't come. I couldn't do it. Close I, your eyes. I've literally highlight I reel. closed my eyes and I've pictured the hottest chicks ever that I fucked or anything. You got a shitty imagination, I couldn't bro. Think of anything, bro. I couldn't. It was literally so bad. I could have crawled inside her vagina. Dude, the like three hundred pounds, bigger than you. The only time I've ever not been able to imagine well enough to come, I was like twelve or thirteen. We were on a flight to like it was a cross country flight. And I was in the bathroom, and I was trying to jerk off and join the Mile High Club by myself. <laughs> and, 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 like, I'd been watching a whole lot of porn. And so, like, I just didn't have the imagination capacity to think of not porn. And I just couldn't recall any good stuff. And, like, it was nothing new enough to make me finish. So I'm just 
jerking it and just jerking it and like it would go soft and I'd be like come on you could do this and like I'm trying to power through and then like someone knocks on the door and I'm like one minute and like I don't know if you do this but sometimes I just lose all concept of time so I was probably in there like 25 minutes yes, just trying yes, to yes, jerk yes. off and then like finally like the flight attendant is literally opening the door and like barging in to open it I'm like oh god and like hide my dick and like no! everything up and I'm like sorry and like flush <laughs> and I'm like oh so embarrassing and like I get out and it turns out in the time while I had been trying to jerk off the other bathroom had broken down so there's a line of like 15 people waiting for the one <laughs> fucking were... bathroom and so little me is all fucking embarrassed just trying to solo join the Mile High Club didn't even come and I like get embarrassed and freaked out by the flight attendant so I walk out and then there's all of these fucking people and I just have to like stare down at my feet and walk past all of them and I get back to my seat and my dad's like what happened to you and I'm like my foot got stuck <laughs> and just like oh my I, god he still doesn't know the truth but that if he ever listens to this for whatever reason interesting question but, where was your flight headed um, that's a good question. Probably New York or something like that. We did a lot of traveling back then. I love that. Probably New York or something like that. We did a lot of traveling. Well, at that point in time, my dad had this whole philosophy that he didn't want to ever see his family for holidays, like his extended family. He has three or four brothers and sisters. So he's like, I don't want to do family shit. We'll just go out of town. So it'd be like, Thanksgiving, New York. Like, yeah, that's so funny. Or like, Christmas, we're going to fucking San Francisco. You know, so he, he just picked shit and got out of there. That's fucking tight, dude. Dude, Rich Life was dope. Okay, I need to explain. It I was so to... good. My first car was a 96 Jaguar. That was pretty cool. It was like a big luxury, like gold Jaguar. And uh, like I had a Rolex, and I had my dad's credit card. And the only reason I got a job was because drug dealers only take cash. And I couldn't use my dad's credit card to buy drugs. I was like, oh, this is a That's bummer. So and I'd be like, funny. Dad, can I have, he used to call it walking around money. Like, if I just needed, like, money for, like, indiscriminate bullshit, I'd be like, can I have some walking around money? And he'd be like, yeah, and give him a couple hundred bucks. A couple hundred bucks? You would add, you were just, add, you know, I've that never. Just walking around money. The only time I've ever asked my dad for, for money was, uh, I was, like, seventh grade. I was taking a chick out on a date. Can we do a podcast first, and can I pee you? Outside of this car, we're actually um, we wrapping it up in four minutes. Oh, that's sick! Yeah. Good job. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Back to you. I story. forgot what I was saying. Your dad. Oh yeah, the only time I've ever asked my dad for money was it was like seventh grade, and I was going on a date with a chick. Yes. And she never showed up, so oh. I just kept the twenty bucks. Told him we saw a movie. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, <laughs> dude. Okay, actually, when I was a, uh, I was a junior. I was dating a freshman. Yeah. And. Uh, we went to the movie theaters on a double date with David Abraham and Natalie Groman. I had to shout him out. I, I, Woo! I don't know why I did full fucking names. Yeah, that's intense. I've been skipping last names this whole time. I just Well, they went on a date, had a great time, but we didn't want to see yeah. the movie that they wanted to see. They wanted to see whatever that, that airplane-ass movie was or whatever with Liam Neeson, the new one where he was on a plane. Basically, any movie he's ever done, but this time he was on a plane. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And so we didn't go. We went and we just hung out outside for two hours while they watched that movie. And of course, if you're you sitting fucking, yeah, yeah! <laughs> in the elevator at South Coast Plaza. Yes, dude. We weren't fucking, but she like sucked my dick, and I was like fingering her. Yes. And there's cameras in there. Good. We didn't know that. Child porn. Yeah, we didn't know that. Yes, and so the fucking dude. security guard opens the door because it was late at night, dude. Yeah, so yeah. like nobody had called the elevator. If they had called it, we would have been like, oh shit, we're clean. Yeah. But. They had cameras. So the guy just opens the door and he's like, what the fuck? And we're like, 
Oh, uh, shit. Can I come? <laughs> dude, my fucking hand is in her fucking pussy. Yeah. And the, the dude's just thing. like... Whoa, aggressive. She was Asian. You know it was only one finger. Oh, nice. But he was like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? And yes. I was just like, I was like, yo, I just got to play the, the truth here. I was like, I'm finger banging. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he was like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. <laughs> and so we bounced, and he oh, followed us all that. the way to the car to which we had to call her mom to come pick us up and drive us home. Dude. All right, in the spirit of you dropping last names, I will drop a last name. Okay, okay. Uh, so when I was, I guess, 16, that same app I talked about earlier, the Are You Interested, okay. I matched with a girl in Flower Mound, Texas. Uh, her name was Reagan Stinson. What and the fuck? I went over to Reagan's house, and I went down on Reagan, and it was one of the first girls that I had gone down on, and it tasted like pickles. And I can't tell you why, but to this day, at 28 years old, I cannot eat pickles without thinking, Reagan Stinson's pussy. Like, it just, <laughs> it's still gross. I hate pickles. I can't fuck with them. But so I... I, I love pickles, remember, though. Remember, like, I went over there and we hooked up that time. And then a couple times later, we were out at a lake in Grapevine and we're hooking up. And it's the middle of the daytime, sometime in the Day summer, nice. like three in the afternoon. And we're just fuck, fucking yes. in the backseat of her fucking shitty my parents are poor and bought me a terrible car car oh, fuck. uh because at the time that mattered to me and it was like oh gross well i guess i'll just slum it and fuck a girl from flower mound so i'm i'm slumming it and i'm fucking reagan and it's the daytime and a like a wildlife guy is this old dude with a big white mustache is like fuck of course on the glass we're like oh god and, and then he's like y'all can't be having sex here and I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. And so, like, my first response, butt-ass naked, butt-ass naked girl, probably a piece of me at least still inside of her. And I'm like, we're not having sex. Like, just, <laughs> just indignant, dude. I was such, I'm still a piece of shit. And I understand and agree with everyone that hates me. But, like, man, I hated me so much more dude, than. my homie almost went to prison. For? He fucked his girlfriend at a park. Yeah. Dude, and like cops, cops pulled up, and they were like, yo, what the fuck? And they had like the high he's brow. Like, well, she's five now, so I can fuck her here. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were both of age. Actually, he was 17, and she was 18. So technically, it was Sick. like rape on him, on her. Ah, like a, like a boss, though. Yeah, the, the best kind of rape, that's I guess. That's the cool ones. That's the cool like, rape. That's the thing I don't ever get. Like, we need to have different ages of consent. What? If I was <laughs> what? <laughs> if I was fourteen or fifteen, and any eighteen-year-old girl was like, "Would you like to have sex?" Yes, yes, hundred times yes. Please give me anything, any part of your body. I'll touch it and I'll come immediately. But like a fourteen, fifteen-year-old girl and an eighteen-year-old guy's like, "Hey, can we fuck?" That's not cool. Yeah, like she might say yes, but I feel like it's gonna be shittier. Like, I don't want to desexualize women, and I feel like some part of this is, like, very latently sexist and isn't very oh, woke. you mean all of it. Probably. Yeah. And, and it feels shitty, but, like, for some reason, I feel like a 16-year-old boy fucking an 18-year-old girl is totally fine, but an 18-year-old guy that fucks a 16-year-old girl is a fucking pedophile. Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I agree with you completely. Good. Everyone should. But. I'm the best. 
But did you know that like back in the day, bitches were having kids like fourteen with like forty five year old men. Yes. Did that you was know normal. That Muhammad, the prophet from the Quran. Okay, don't drop it. Don't 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 Oh my god. Now we're getting and killed. And you we're know what's so killed. crazy? No, no, I don't care if I get killed for this. People should know. People say there's like problems with Christianity and problems with Muslims and problems with Jews and problems with Scientologists. And I agree. All this, religion is bullshit. This podcast has nothing to do with hating Jews or any of the things he just mentioned. Yeah, I don't Continue. hate any particular religion. I hate all religions. But like, you also can't play this like, well, they're all equal card. Jesus never fucked children. Muhammad specifically fucked a young girl. She was seven in the books. And then later, a bunch of Muslim scholars was like, no, 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 no. Bad idea. <laughs> she's nine like what <laughs> that's what they amended like if go on the fucking wikipedia look at muhammad's wives and like the whole thing was like it was arranged marriages so it was for peace treaties and he was trying to bring nations together and because of the culture of the time they consummated a marriage to like bring the, the nations together but the fact is a grown man fucked a child and then the scholars were like out of context this sounds bad so they just made her instead of seven nine but that was okay back then Sure. It was okay back then. It's only a, a literally, it's literally a recent thing. Um, Romans, Sparta, was, in Sparta, they loved children fucking. They loved. They would, they, every, every soldier fucking. would have a 10 year old boy with them and they would rape that kid. And it provided mental toughness. Part of their fucking soldiers becoming like Spartan uh, warriors. I think. It's true. It's true. I was a fucking history major, bro. I, and I'm glad you are a history major, but I also feel like a lot of that shit, uh, it gets taken as a hundred percent. And it was why like, why would they make that up? Eighty percent of them were doing it. Okay, no, okay, dude, I see what right, you're saying. You're here's saying what I'm saying is like, if you put a ten year old kid in front of me right now, I don't care how hot that ten year old is. I'm not fucking it. Like, I don't care. Like, if you take ten year old Britney Spears, we're she's my favorite of all time. A I'm still not years gonna fuck ago. Great. A thousand years ago. This is what they great, this was man. socially I don't care. A thousand years ago, you would have fucked kids? No. Okay. Well, maybe my great, 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 times a billion. Oh, I would not. Mr. Nash. I would not. I would not. Exactly. What I'm saying is like, when I look at people and I decide who I want to fuck, occasionally you see like a fucking borderline 18 year old and you're like, oh, she's hot. And someone's like, She's 16. You're like, oh, I'm going to kill myself now. Yeah. Like, that happens. But I've never once been like, oh, she's hot. And someone's been like, dude, she's eight. You know, like, there is there is a distinct you part of my up. brain that is bitch. not attracted to prepubescent women and is only attracted to postpubescent women. And even if they're borderline and my brain is like, no, don't do that. She's 17. I agree with you. I'm I never going to see some flat-tittied fucking eight-year-old oh, and be shit. like, well, because I'm in the desert. This is fine. I agree with you completely. But back then, a thousand years ago, that they would literally fuck little kids to provide that kid with like mental toughness, so that the kid could be a better warrior. Do you they, think those kids were tougher than kids now? Dude, they were getting fucked in the ass by grown men with swords. Yes, yeah. yes. Just saying, get rid of this anti-vax movement. Let's go with anal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want your kid to be tough. I think that's the best way to wrap this motherfucker <laughs> up, dude. Dude, we had so many things we were supposed to talk about. And, and it we just talked about none of them. You scratching your balls and us pontificating about slavery, racism, religion, sexism, sexism, my rampant drug use. And, <laughs> and then like just a brief aside into... We talked oh, about fucking. Well, can we, yeah, we did talk about fucking. Did I talk about the girl with the lazy eye? 
No. Drop just it. real quick. Yeah, real just quick. Real, real quick. quick. This is very funny. I matched with this girl on Tinder. And How long we were ago? Talking a little bit ago, a couple months. All right. And we we match and we're talking and then we go to Barney's Beanery <laughs> and we're playing pool and she is just ass at pool and it's kind of dark in there and it's the one right by my office in Old Town Pasadena and I notice she's got a fucking lazy eye and I'm like all right I'm fat LA's mean I'm a fucking girl with a lazy eye and <laughs> and so I just figured that was what was gonna happen that night and then as we kept drinking her eye started to straighten out and she got better at pool. What so, like, fuck? I figured, like, the lazy eye was making her fucking cross-eyed and just eating dick at pool and couldn't line up her shots. And, like, six Jack and Cokes in, she's fucking just nailing it like a pool shark. I'm like, what the Did fuck? I just get hustled? And uh, then I went and I raw-dogged her in the parking garage, and it was just so funny because she was like, Hey, um, I know we fucked yesterday and I had a really good time, but I think you came in me. And I'm not on birth control. Ah. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's so terrible. What's your Venmo? And she's like, what? And I was like, for the plan B, I'll Venmo you for it. And I've never felt more 2019. Like, <laughs> I, tell you, I felt so future. Just like, hey, Ahab, the one-eyed pirate, like, let's, let's. What's your Venmo? What's your Venmo? I'm about to fix this. Uh, I'm in fucking love. Dude, this was a good time. This was a great time. Thank you for doing it. Fucking Mike Eaton. Fist bump the ball hand. Uh, it's so the, warm from his balls, dude. His fist bump was warm. The blood in my, my blood. Penis. <laughs> the blood in your penis. You can find Mike Eaton at... <laughs> the Mike Eaton. The Mike Eaton. Do you have oh, any, anything, any big ass shows coming up, man? Oh, I don't think so. Probably not. I'm not good yet. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll let the listeners know that I'll be at the Brea Improv September 10th. Hit me up for tickets, and uh, have a great night. Fuck yeah.